You've got a game, haven't you? Well, you know me, Matt. Yeah. I like a game. Yeah. I like a game. Uh, I think we're going to play a game uh, that reflects uh, the music that, you know, was being played around the time that, uh, the, the, you Do know. you want to start again? Yep. <laughs> Alibi Embedders in Bits. Welcome to InBits with Alibi and Bedders. Uh, from Ideal North Studios in London, I'm Matt Alibi. And I am Mark Bedders. Right, here we are, Mark. Here we are. It's New Year's Eve 2005. <laughs> 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 what are you doing? Hello. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just, why, just singing the... why are we doing... Uh, let's explain first. Okay, yeah. We're wrapping up the year 2005 yeah. be- because 2020... Was, was a, a shit show. <laughs> it was a big pile of poop. A train wreck. Um, you know, we we could mention the positives, f- at least for myself, and I think it was for you from us having this chat before. Similar positives. It was like yeah. being family-oriented this year, which we wouldn't have normally had that much time spent with the kids. I'm very grateful at that time. That's the big positive for me. Same here. Fact, being a better parent, and also I would say, mm. without meaning, because we're never really that serious, right? Self-reflection. Mm. I mean, that is evident from podcasts. I can't remember, but two podcasts ago, where I was just riding my bike and, um, you know, listening to meditations and uh, getting back on that whole train, yeah. which was good for my little brain box. I think just yeah. clearing out all of that noise. You know, I was talking a lot about noise in that podcast. No, noise in our heads. and um, uh, you know. But, yeah, certainly an element of self-reflection, whether it be mentally or, or uh, a lot of people, career sure, or whatever. A lot of people probably had enormous mental breakdowns this year. Well, I know I was close to it at one point. Yeah, no, I think I, you were as well. I definitely was. <laughs> yeah, I definitely was. But that's yeah. not what this podcast is about, Mark. Well, hence why... 2005. 2005. Why did we pick it? It's an arbitrary year, really. It is really. an arbitrary year. It, we just decided the music... When we were looking through the years, the music looked good. And also, we had a lot of good festivals that year, for sure. And also, I think we had, get into. we had some like an element of a couple of personal milestones... Uh, that we can talk about. Yeah, but uh, overall, li- listen to this. I just pulled these. Oh, out of thirty-five million flights, yeah, only two were involved <clears throat> in fatalities wow. or big accidents. Great. Look at that! What a great year that is. Great year. The lowest <laughs> in record, I believe. Fatal Low- accident rate of zero point zero 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 six percent. Amazing. I think I got that right. And also, look at this. 75% of Americans believe that immigration is good for their nation. How different a picture it is now. 2005. <laughs> Let's not get too political, Mark. <laughs> we're not really... Well, I mean, I'd like to believe we're a political show, Matt. So, 2005. Where was Bettis? Who, who were you, Mark? Where were you who living? Who was I? Where were you working? Who were you doing? Go. <laughs> who, who was I doing? Okay, well... 
What were you doing? Who were you doing? Bedders, Bedders was a 23-year-old man still trying to find his way in the world, Matt. Beautiful. Living in Electric Avenue, the famous street in Brixton. In Brixton. The, uh, the, 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 the street that inspired the song Electric Avenue by Eddie Grant. Sure. Which features in many movies. Um, can't name any of them at the moment. Um, now, once cool... Now a place with meat and fish shops and bin bags floating meat, around well, in the street. Shops selling tongues of various animals, <laughs> yeah. um, uh, blankets with tigers on in 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 plastic bags, yeah. good. and uh, and and train knocked off trainers. Right. So that's good. <laughs> that's yeah. good. But still iconic. Yeah. Um, I was living there with my wife. Right. I'm sorry. Yeah. Wife. Yeah. So, my wife. <laughs> yeah. Married. Married, uh, Married to, in to a, de- a dear, dear. You have love. told me this before, but what was the details on this? Because it was a short-lived, I believe, wedding, right? Well, I mean, for legal reasons, Matt. I, you know, we we loved each other. It was a and marriage. It, defi- it definitely wasn't a marriage of convenience because she was from Argentina. A marriage between two friends because you loved each other dearly. When was the divorce? The divorce took place uh, three years later. Right. Yep. Amicable. Amicable. Are you still in touch with her parents? Very much so. <laughs> I spoke to her two days Send ago. Send a Christmas card. Her and her, her son and her husband. And where, uh, were, where were you spoke. working? Uh, I was working, Matt, in yeah. arabesque distribution. Now. Now. This that, is why yeah. Bedders was the king of progressive at one point I was, in the yeah. UK. That is why I kicked... that. I also started DJing in 2005. Right. And, and that helped me oh. working at arabesque distribution. Biggest distributor, I believe, of Psytrance. The lar- largest distributor of psychedelic trance in the world. And we were feeding shops like Psytrance. So that Psy-Shop. was an exciting time for Little Bedders. It really was. And I, you know, so I was getting to hear all the early music, like Nano, for example. Mm. We'll talk about that later. We'll talk a bit about that. I was working as a sound engineer. Yeah, uh, in, Man- in, in Man- it, Manchester. I lived in a council flat in Manchester, in yeah. Hume, in Moss Side, Manchester. So, so we were both living in squalor. Well, I had my own flat and I loved that flat. Actually, you loved that flat, yeah. I loved it. I built my own studio in the bedroom. I turfed the. Uh, I gave up the living room area sure. and put my bedroom there and everything yeah. else in there. And the bedroom was the studio. And... Um, yeah, you could play as loud as you want. It was a council flat, so everyone was scared about knocking on the door about noise. So you could yeah. play as loud as you want. And all the, yeah, the first, whatever, 10 tracks you ever made were in that flat. Uh, should we play a track from a joint favour of ours? We've picked all bloody lovely music from amazing. 2005. Really, really amazing. And yep. had a good time listening to it as well. Yep. The first one, Echo Tech. Brilliant artist from I don't know from the late nineties maybe late nineties and then and then sort of five, yeah. six. fantastic. This is from his album Emotion Chaos in January, released in January two thousand five on Time Stretch Music. What is this tune? Back to mind, back to reality. It's just the first bit. Just the first bit. Back to mind.
Now, of course, the message is stay at home. Don't stay at home. Try to get out to work. Don't go to work. Keep your distance from other people, but, you know, talk to each other and get close to each other. Listen to Albion Bedders. Don't listen to Albion Bedders. That, that's the message. Thank you. Oh, January 2005. <coughs> oh, it, was a, it was a great January. The, well, the, the year <laughs> I, I started... I don't remember. <laughs> I only remember because the year started with the aftermath of the tsunami. It was, a, you know, to a small degree, I was affected by it. We were in Goa. So um, basically what happened is we got the, the, the aftermath, aftermath of sure. the wave because it yeah. had to go around a continent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it filled all the beaches in but, from but that. But still so. you got choppy seas. No, we got hit by a wave that came through oh, and up onto the roads and everything else. So I was sat there watching. It was Christmas Eve. Oh, no, Boxing Day. Yeah, it was Boxing yeah, yeah. Day. Boxing Day, yeah. And I was sat there watching, I believe it was Manchester United versus Bolton. Cracking game. In a lovely outdoor bar in India. Lovely. Beautiful weather. Very Chip. hot. Do you have a plate of chips? Oh. I can't remember what I had. I definitely had some some sort of alcoholic drink in front of me. You must have had egg and chips. <laughs> egg and chips in Goa? <laughs> yeah, you can get it. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, you know what the, the thing you got in Goa was? You got the chips with the masala sauce on it. The lovely. chili masala. Beautiful. But no, sat there watching the footy, and I remember hearing all of a sudden commotion, just slight screams, and it's a very unusual feeling, that is. This Mm. slow, creeping panic that you hear, and just like, what is that? uh, What I thought it was, actually, was a festival in the street. Sure. Because it's like... That, 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 that goes on of, all the time in, in, in Well, your in mind's India, trying yeah. to make sense of it, and you hear a lot of shrieking and stuff like that. Yeah. And actually, it was because there was a big wave coming up the street, so it had wiped out the beach that we were Fuck. staying on. So it's still big enough to actually... Yeah, it wiped yeah. out all the restaurants on the beach, so Fuck. not in terms of it didn't kill anybody where we were. But no, but on that... On it that, destroyed yeah. all of the, the tables and chairs and seating and everything else. And a lot of guest houses on the beach, that yeah, kind of thing. All yeah, all of that stuff, and the... Um, and it, and the wave came up the road, so the water started filling in where I was sat. Shit. And uh, I wasn't with Sam. Sam was making a phone call back to our mum, so mm. we all panicked. We ended up sleeping on a hotel roof. We were trying to get out of there, and there was a guy with a hotel. He had the tallest building in the town, in that little village. Handy, bit, you were next to it. Which was only three stories tall, but he had the tallest building. It was Still. made of concrete. Yeah, and he yeah, was like, yeah. come and sleep get on the roof. There, yeah, it's yeah. all right. So we slept on the roof. And that was a weird thing, because you couldn't get information. So... Um, we didn't know if that was just a mini... Maybe there was a bigger one coming, a bigger wave or sure. anything like that. And we slept on the roof that night. I remember looking into the trees, just expecting a big wave to yeah. come through the trees. Alibi and Bedders. Surprisingly short when you meet them. Moving into April, uh, bloody Pope John Paul II died. So the Argentinian was brought in. That's right. Was it? Did yeah. he come in after? Yeah. Are you a big Catholic, Mark? Or I literally have no idea. <laughs> Me neither. Let's move on. <laughs> but I think the Argent. I know the current Pope <clears throat> is Argentinian. Sure. <laughs> or, or, or was there one since? He no, he's still in. He's still in. Yeah. He's the good <laughs> he's, one. He's the good one. He's, the, he's like the fun one that he's smokes fags one, and drinks smokes a fags, likes football and that. He likes football, probably had sex at some point. Pope John Paul II. Yeah, probably the last pope who had serious skeletons in the closet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the new one, 
brilliant. He's like... He's great. He's wearing funny clothes. He's out raving. Yeah, he's dancing to, you know, the <laughs> Macarena. <laughs> in Rome. Yeah, big fans. Big yeah, he fans. he loves it. He loves it. The other big thing to happen at the beginning of the year, Mark, Google yeah. launched a service where you could store and search for videos. It was what, called... Explain what it is. YouTube. YouTube. Yeah. So, obviously, when it launched, sure. a little-known site... The, check out some of these facts, okay? okay? Total number of monthly active YouTube users, 2 billion. Number of daily active users, 30 million. Uh, number of videos watched per day, a billion. Startling facts, Mark. Hours of video I'm uploaded per minute, 500 hours per minute is uploaded now to YouTube. The most astonishing thing about that, Mark, yeah. is that only 2% of those 500 hours that are uploaded a minute is yeah. watchable. The rest of it is dogs. The rest of it is Dog, garbage. Dogs missing, jumping around the back of sofas. Even that is watchable. That's that's included in watchable 2%. Cat, cats in whirly boots. If you've seen some of the other stuff, it's people dribbling into shoes and just, you know, <laughs> talking about what, I don't know, sausage roll they unwrapped that week. Yeah. It's yeah. literally that. That's what is getting uploaded to Have massive you... servers under the desert in, I don't know where, somewhere Nevada, in... A... Nevada. Yeah. yeah, and being cooled by some sort of, I don't know, rapid, weird cooling system mm. that involves killing turtles. Come off the back of that, we recorded a voiceover recently for Mark Bedders. Oh, we've we been, did, yeah. We've been banging on yeah. about this for, yeah. for, for years, that well, Mark for, yeah, can, yeah, has yeah. an incredible talent for voiceovers, and we finally well. actually recorded a couple of adverts... Yes, well, I would say Two you, months ago. you and your your lovely wife helped me pull my finger out and pushed me to it. Uh, and where did that finger get pulled out of? My ass, your anus. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> but did we not do a good job? It was a brilliant job, and yeah. it is. It's going to be. I think in January, going to be launched on. So watch out, guys, if you're in the UK. Well, or in, in London, L- London specifically. specifically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's for stop smoking, London. And, yeah. Uh, Mark Bedders is on an advert, which is going to be on Facebook and YouTube. Yeah, and your wife is also, Sam. Yeah, is, she's on it too. She's the female uh, voice of it too, so I think they're sort of doing targeted... And a wonderful job yeah. you did. And uh, I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. It was good fun. But it's now- good fun, and here's to many more of those. Uh, by the way, Ideal Noise Studios for any voiceover recording yeah. needs or um, any camera music production to, we're needs. We're about to embark on a, hopefully, as long as I pull my finger out, uh, a, a, a voiceover... Sort of odyssey, <laughs> yeah. Okay. In the next year, <laughs> is that voiceover odyssey? Yeah, it sounds like a shit David Bowie song. <laughs> Halaby and Bedders. We're going to play a track from Midi Millis. Midi Millis. I believe yeah. this was the album. The album was called Non-Standards. I think this was just before they changed their name pretty much to Extravelt. Never heard of it. I started making proper techno. Yeah. But Midi Millis, for me, was always a standout. They, they were always trying to tread this line between sort of trance, techno, all sorts of interesting goody goodness. And yeah. uh, this was released in April 2005. On, on- Wakio! Records. Yep. Tracks called Trance Function. Wrong. Uh, 
It's called trace function. <laughs> that. <laughs>
Wallaby and Bedders. Oh, that was a lovely oh, tune. <laughs> that track was brilliant. <laughs> Mark, don't do generic back links. <laughs> Sorry. We Midi- listened to the track before. Midi it Millis is, it is trace brilliant. function Couldn't was even amazing. Get the bloody name right before <laughs> when we introduced it. <laughs> Trance function. It's a no. fabulous track. Great track. What are we doing now, Mark? Well, I was thinking mm. we should play a game. Good. You know, Always up for a game. New Year's Eve game. Yes. Fun. Fun. Uh, family board game. A fun, well, it's not really a board game. Okay. We're going to play a game uh, which surrounds the artists that were around the 2005 era. When I say the name of that artist, yes. Math. 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 <laughs> you. Yeah. You. <laughs> Good. Is whether that artist name is real. Yeah. Or fake. Right. So real or betters? Real or betters. Right. Much better. So you made some names up. But I'm assuming these are people that when you found them you'd not heard of since. So they may I'm not be... I've not said like hallucinogen, for <laughs> right. example, for for the real one. So they may have come and gone. No in that era. Uh, yes, but some are still around, so without meaning to okay. cause offence to those I who can't are still wait. So welcome to Real or Betters two thousand and five. Right. I'm going to kick off with Suck. Suck. I'd say that's real, because I don't think you would have come up with that. <laughs> that's annoyingly, it's annoyingly correct. Yeah. yeah. Yours would have been more funny. <laughs> yeah. It, so there was it. Where were they from? Did you do any research on no. these acts? No. So no. you got no idea. No, I've had one day, one day prep. Right. So that was just a band that released a couple of tracks. Digital shamans. <laughs> now that's harder. Oh, <laughs> and that could be real or better. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm going to go for real on that. Fake betters. That's a it bedders. could have been either. It's a bedders. That's it's a, a bedders. That's the genius of this game. Yeah, exactly. Haven't we played this game before? We've played a similar game, <laughs> but with uh, track with, with name, track names. track names. Right. I don't care. I love these games. Let's yeah. Let's crack on. Next with, one. Uh, fractal shamanic vibration pipe. Betters. Correct. <laughs> this game is a go very well. You're getting everyone right. I'm not. Okay. Am I? Mr. Biscuit. <laughs> Badders. C- incorrect. Yes. <laughs> That's real. That's real. Woo! Mr. Biscuit. Where are they from? Liverpool, probably. No idea. No idea. Liverpool famously had half man, half biscuit. Exactly. Exactly. Great band. Uh, crazy astronaut. Real. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> Air Nan. <laughs> that is good. I think that's real. It's real. It's that real. is a good name. Malice in Wonderland. It's real. Real. Well, this game's a washout. Yeah, right, Carl here. I'm on a Zoom rave with my girlfriend Jane and about 20 other mates. Say hello, Jane. Hiya. 
My mate Simon's passed out. He's four windows down and two to the right on the Zoom window. I just double dropped. I'm coming up like a bastard. Actually, I'm not in a club. There's no chill out area. Can I have a massage in the kitchen, please, Jane? Oh, let's oh, play a tune now. Please. Let's play a track. What are we going to play? Uh, we're going to play a track from uh, the debut compilation from the almighty UK label Wild Things Records. That's uh, exciting. Yep. And from one of the co-founders of the label, EVP. Sure. Uh, the track's called Cosmic Console. Um, and the compilation was Wild Rumpus from one of my favourite childhood books, uh, Where the Wild Things Roam. I'm scared in 2005. Take your top off. Thank you. 
here how's it going rock and roll i got in trouble with the wife today because i was smashing out electric guitar to trance music she came up to the attic and threw a whole plate of chips and hummus at me she said last time that trance music and guitar went together it was dire straits and gms back in 2001 i don't agree rock and roll Summer. Summer. It's summertime, 2005, Mark. Summertime, 2005. It was a hot year. One of the hottest on record, Matt. Bloody hot and great festivals. We had Glastow, Glastonbury. Glade. Secret Garden Party. The other ones. Yeah, all the others. Well, I went to Sonica as well. Yeah, in Italy. That was good. That was hot also. Hamish, my friend, got bit by a horse. In where? <laughs> On his stomach. <laughs> in which party? At Sonic. Did he? Yeah. That's amazing. And he may, I must know that he may or may not have been <laughs> on, you know, hallucinogenic substances. Probably not. And I it might thought. have been a horrible experience. <laughs> <laughs> I would have thought getting bit by a horse is horrible on the stomach. Regardless, regardless of what substances, it, but that didn't happen. For, you know, in case anyone, you know, sure. in his family heard it. I mean, Glasgow for me, the big, uh, that was the muddiest year. One of the muddy. I mean, I went to many muddy Glastonbury's, but that, that was, was the that was the, the muddy year to yeah. end all muddy years. The, the, as far as I remember, uh, hang on, because I think I know what you're well, going to say. Let yeah. me just start with this. So we were in the field. Oh, you were in that. We field, were camped okay. in the field where um, <clears throat> there ended up a lake at the bottom of the field. Because a river burst its banks next to it. No, I, I don't sh- I'm not sure what happened, but basically yeah. we woke up. In th- that morning we woke up and opened our tent door, right? And this is what we saw. There were, this is, I mean, part of what sums up Glastonbury. 
and Englishness. <laughs> yeah. There was there was people on lilos, you know, inflatable beds. So yeah. what you would take on a camping <laughs> holiday, an inflatable sure. bed. They were using them as surfboards because there was a river next to our tent that wasn't there the night previous, okay? Yeah. Which was flying, just water just flying down next to our tent. And people were using lilos or inflatable beds to surf <laughs> down the river, <laughs> down this hill. Yeah. So that's what we, when we opened our tent, we saw people just flying past flying on down, inflatable yeah. And down the hill, because the, the the whole campsite was on a hill, and what they ended up in was a huge lake at the bottom of the hill, right? And it wasn't there when we went to sleep, but when no. we woke up, massive deep lake, and all we could see, people had camped at the bottom of the hill, yeah. and all we could see was the top two inches of and their they were, tent. And they were six foot tall tents. Yeah. So, like, I mean... It was that deep. So then they, we saw police scuba divers... Y- yes, Getting geared up yeah. and going in to check each tent to make yeah. sure there was no bodies in there. People who had taken things and passed out in the night. Well, that's what they were worried about. I don't think yeah. anyone actually they found uh, anyone. Not sure. No, not I don't sure. think they did. But I, I remember there was it was something like three months of rainfall fell in one yeah, night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally one night. So it was a crazy f- festival already. I mean, Glastonbury's kind of famous for for having one one or two muddy years for every one or two sunny ones. There was one. There was. There was one thing that happened at that uh, Glastonbury. I mean, a lot of things happened at that Glastonbury, obviously. But there was one thing that when people ask me how to describe Glastonbury, I come back to this story. And it, for me, it, again, it epitomises the whole festival. So I was with Sam and a couple of friends and we were walking, I don't know, from one stage to another through just endless gallons of mud. You know, once you've been there a day or two, you've just <coughs> been churned by quarter of a million people to a beautiful mousse texture. <laughs> Almost yeah. like you could eat it on, yeah. on a, spread it on a bit of toast. And I'm sure many people did. Uh, sure they did. They were yeah. swimming in it, yeah. they were bathing in it. But anyway, we were walking from one, I don't know, one place to another, probably endlessly lost. Like always, my favourite things at Glastonbury were never necessarily the big stages or big happenings. It was the little mini things that were going on in between. Like any time you saw a gathering of people, you know, you'd probably go and have a little look to see what was going on. Anyway, it was a small gathering of people that we saw. Nothing more than maybe 100, 150 people. But they were in a circle, uh, gathered in the mud. So, of course, we're walking past, we have a little look, and it's two or three rows deep by that point. There's one guy sat on a, a wooden bench in the middle of this circle, okay? Quite a wide circle. We get There's plenty of space around him. And now, poor lad, is obviously off his face. He had a rucksack on, I remember. <laughs> and he was slightly the worse for wear. And he sat all on his own on yeah. a wooden bench yeah. with 150, maybe 200 people surrounding him in, oh, a, in no. a circle. And he was slowly just rocking backwards and forwards. And uh, by this point... Yeah. He was already covered in mud from head to toe. Okay, so there was some there was some previous here. Sure, at, at this this sure. particular show that he was putting Probably on. Probably happened before you even arrived. Sure, yeah. I mean it must have. Otherwise, why were people like excited sure. to see something? And he was just rocking on this wooden bench on his own, just slowly. Like, and every time he rocked backwards or forwards, everyone went. And he was like, oh, my God. And everyone was kind of whispering, like, hold on, hold on, hold on. It's going to happen. Yeah, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. And we were there. It, honestly, five, maybe five minutes, and it seemed like an age. And people were building up and building up. So yeah. it ended up like 300 people, maybe 400 people. It just got bigger and bigger and bigger. And this guy just started rocking more and more and more. And eventually he just fell back just fell, off oh. the bench into the mud. And 400 people just went, yeah. 
Yes. Now you see that that was pre uh, smartphone days. Of course. So he was saved. This was one of the great moments for me at any festival, just watching this simple, <laughs> beautiful thing happen. <laughs> well, what are we going to play then? Should we play some antics? Yeah, oh, I love this. One of the uh, sort of stalwarts of that particular era. This was a great album. This was Twin Coast Discoveries. Oh, and an it was released in May by Boga Records. What are we going to play off it, Mark? Uh... I think one of our favourite tracks is Le Lascarde, which in French means the small French man. I believe it means don't tickle my Labrador. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Thank you.
Simon, I've got your cup of tea, love. You in there? Do not come in here! I'm just listening to Albion Bedders, and that's all. Okay, love, I'll leave your tea at the door, yeah? July was rough. July was rough and smooth. I mean, my birthday is the 7th of July. 2005, though, was the London bombings. Oof. We should mention it. Not yeah, particularly happy. Very, very briefly, because we've avoided 2020 because it's bum out. So yeah, we avoid... want to talk mostly positive. But, but it happened and it was a global se- Yeah, event, the 7-7 and, uh... bombings happened. I was on the same tube line as... You know, the you're bomb joking. Went off. So what happened? Because I was in Manchester, safe and sound. Yeah. So I was on the Piccadilly line, right? And the Piccadilly line, uh, the explosion. Sorry to say, went off in Kings Cross. Why are you sorry to say? Well, I mean, explosion. I'm Middle Eastern. I'm not trying to, you know, <laughs> take take blame away from myself. Right. But I'm sorry that it happened. Yeah. We um, all are, man. Yeah, we so all are. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> so it happened in Kings Cross, and I was at Hammersmith on the right. same line. And when the bomb went off, all the power cut off. Sure. And I was mid sort of uh, station to station. Right, so you were in the tube. I was in the tube Bloody in hell. a tunnel. Right. The power went off and the doors opened and we all had to get off. Right. So you and walked down the bloody I walked tube. Did along you? The, the tracks to Hammersmith. Yeah. Crazy. Good news. It was, uh, yeah. Mark, that, that Mark was a... went to walk that day. But, but Mark, we shouldn't dwell because no. there was amazing music festivals. Some would uh, say magical. I would say magical. <laughs> yeah. Um, not just Glastonbury, but Glade Festival. I think the second Glade. Yeah. Which I was uh, lucky enough to play the closing set for yeah. Nano Records. Um, you know, this was the year that they picked me up as an artist and they they booked me to play the closing set of that festival. Is available on YouTube. Incredible uh, video, incredible day. Alibi 2005 at Glade Festival, <laughs> if you want to see. Check it out. Um, that was the last ever day, legally, that mushrooms were allowed to be sold in England. That's right. And they were... And I was selling them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I believe even at the Chill Out Cafe, they had that, you had to ask for it, special chai. Yep. And they had that big old cauldron of brew yep. at the back. And they would just give you a big scoop of mushroom so chai. there was extra magic in the air because oh, everybody was everyone off was their face on mushrooms. <laughs> and you closed the glade. Yeah, it was it was proper, yeah. that. And I, um, yeah, I spent the whole year, I spent probably eight months. They booked me eight months before it and told me I was going to close it. I spent eight months with a, a heavy feeling in my stomach of, of just terror. Because yeah. it was the first solo set I'd ever done. I've been playing gigs since I was 11 years old, but never on my own as an electronic artist. So, And I remember getting up there on stage and actually the first... Once the first track had dropped and everyone started dancing, I was you like, set- I'm cool. You settled in, yeah. I'm fine yeah. now. I feel at home and I'm totally good. But yeah, up until then, it's just dread. the worst feeling. Pure dread. I remember being there the day before, watching everyone play and just being like, I'm going to suck. This is going to be awful. This is going to be terrible. It's not going to work. Of and course. And uh, that kicked off as soon as that first track played. It kicked off, and then that kicked off my whole touring career. So it was a big, uh, it was a big moment and a big year. So uh, we're going to play a tune now from Nano Records, the great Nano, the great Nano Records, Nano Records. And this was a tune I made specifically for that set. I needed a big one. I needed a couple of big ones actually, and um, this did, was one you, of them. Yeah, you this did, was my mid-set killer from yeah. that particular yeah, really, live set. It really delivered. And it was the first time I ever got a chance to play it. And uh, this is Uberstar. Stick a mushroom up your bum and dance like your grand's not watching. (laughs) 
only nine years old, and I'm not allowed to listen to this show. It's really inappropriate. So after all that joy of the summer, oh. you know, we hit August and... We hit the we hit the heights of happiness. I mean, global news uh, had to include Katrina, right? Katrina, again, yeah, you know, supposed to be happy show, but that was a really big moment in world news. Uh, Hurricane Katrina hit... Um, New Orleans. New Orleans. Uh, a total of 1,833 people perished mm. uh and a total of 125 billion pounds worth or dollars worth of damage was uh created serious event um now obviously that was a, a horrendous you know time yeah um but there was there, there were <laughs> i mean on. well there was an outpouring of what i know is to uh, you know Celebrities. That's it. They're jumping on board. Jumping on board. Now, now let's start with. Wasn't Sean Penn. With, yeah, Sean yeah. Penn walking the streets with a shotgun. Yeah. <laughs> what was he doing, by the way? I don't know. Nobody knows. Was he guarding property he had there? Or? I don't know, but I think he just wanted to the world to know he was doing something. And, and it, it was a serious event. But he, he basically <laughs> turned that into his movie. Yeah. And just walked around with the shotgun. And then. The wonderful thing the, the, uh, yes. that we spotted was Canadian goon Celine Dion. Well, I mean, Canadian superstar. <laughs> Sorry. World-famous singer, a very talented singer. Do you know how old she was when she married? Uh, no, I do not. Twelve. Okay. <laughs> okay, so there's odd things happening and here. They magically <laughs> married on her 18th birthday, which obviously means... Okay. You know, how old was he, by the way, just out of... I, I think at least 20 years older. Right. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's brush past that one. <laughs> so, anyway, <laughs> let's move on that one. Celine, the Swiss... Uh, songstress. The, Swiss? The, yes, she was from Switzerland. She Canadian? She was from Switzerland and moved to Canada. Her family's from Switzerland. Okay, because she, she sounds very Canadian. It sounds Swiss like she Canadian. grew up in yeah. Canada. Well, they speak French. In I've already called her, Can- I've already introed this as Canadian goon Celine Dion, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, she was interviewed by the uh, now uh, sl- somewhat sort of uh, slurring word Larry King. Back I mean, in, back in the day. Why diss him like that, Mark? Why? Why, why not say the broadcasting legend Larry King? <laughs> okay, by the broadcasting legend Larry King. There you go. Uh, and um, she was giving her take, or more to the point, Larry King wanted her take on the events that I had mean, taken place. Important, and I believe Larry set this up by saying, uh, "Because you're Canadian, so you're kind of French, and New Orleans is kind of fr- French, so you should have a hot take on this." Yeah. And what preceded was a piece of magic, which I've not heard for a couple of years, yeah. and we're going to listen to so now. So let's, let's revisit this being that good. now, shall we? Shall if I may, I, I'm, I was watching you behind. With the, with, there's a television right now. I'm watching, and I'm especially waiting, like the rest of the world. I'm waking up in the morning. I'm having a coffee. I barely can swallow it. Um, Hard. I come here at Caesar's Palace every night to perform. Yeah. I barely can sing. And they say nurses have it tough. But for respect so. for the people who come, I am still singing. When I come home at night, oh, bless. Oh. my son is waiting for me. Oh, that's nice. I watch television. She watches television. Yes, we gave a million dollars. A million dollar. But dollar. what we expect, <laughs> what I want to look like the rest of the world, I open the television. Open the television. There's people still there. Let's pause it there. Yep. She she didn't want to she she didn't want to you know 
be be humble and not mention how much she gave. She she gave a million dollar. Well, no, I think she said we gave a million dollar. Well, her and her husband gave a million dollar. Is it? Yeah, we gave a million dollar. <laughs> okay. Okay, moving on. Okay. Waiting to be rescued. And for me, it's not acceptable. I know there's reasons for it. I'm sorry to say I'm being rude, but I don't want to hear those reasons. You know, some people are stealing and they're making a big deal out of it. Oh, they're stealing 20 pair of jeans or they're stealing television sets. Who cares? They're not going to go too far with it. Maybe those people are Probably so not. poor. It's quite deep Some water. of the people who do that, they're so poor. They've never touched anything in their life. They're so poor. Let them touch those things let them, for once. Let them touch them. The yeah. main thing right now, let them touch it's them. not the people yeah. Hang who on. are stealing. Just pause this again. Who let, do you think she's talking about when she says them? Let, let the poor people touch the things. Let them touch the television sets. The, the level of self-awareness, yeah. or the lack of self-awareness yeah. in she this... She grew up in a chateau in Switzerland, in followed by Canada. baffling. Yeah. <laughs> let, let those people touch the television sets. How you can help a lot of people all over the world want to help. You gave a million dollars. A million dollars? You're going to help dollar. a lot of people live and survive. You should take great pride in that. One, that you've attained the ability to be able to do that, to be able to give a million dollars. You should take pride no, I in understand that. It. I understand it's very important because eventually we will need that money. But it's just very frustrating that uh, Franco and Conscious West and me, oh, be one million dollars. West. If this is one Never thing. Heard of her. In three months, in six months, they will need that money. Right now, they're praying for water. So we need to send them the water. They don't care about my check. They might. So it's just frustrating yeah, because on your, our parts of the world, we're trying our best and we're expecting... That, mi that million dollar will buy a lot of TV sets to touch. <laughs> certainly will. So. Those people... Oh, oh I'm sorry. Turn into something. She's flicking her hair a lot. I, I, uh, I know you got to go on soon, but uh, we couldn't... She's going on stage in Las Vegas and yeah. she still managed to put it together <laughs> for that. <laughs> anyway, the, the, we're building up to the big bit spend any time with you without asking you do you have any kind of thing you, oh. you would like to sing that fits this maybe model? sing a song maybe sing a song from the next single or something oh i cannot think about a song about a prayer um i will do my very best oh, do your and best. um probably i'll do my best do your best do your best Celine. i pray you'll be all right very nice and watch us where we go. Beautiful. beautiful. And help us to be wise in times when we don't know. Let this be our prayer. Yep. When we lose our way, I'm touched. Lead us to a place. Guide us with your grace. Very nice. I'm actually on her side now. Beautiful <coughs> voice. I feel bad for mocking her. <laughs> oh, Celine. Oh, there. silly on. Representing all of us, I would say. Representing every man. <clears throat> Anyone who feels emotions yeah. in the world. Yeah, it's a, a touching moment from a touching woman who then, five minutes later, went on to perform in. Las Vegas, Nevada. Well, you all, we've all got a job, Mark. We've, we've all got, got a job, job to do. sorry. Right. My name's Kim Tree. 
I'm a panda. I've been mostly in shoots and leaves, as usual. During this lockdown period, I, I haven't had many visitors due to the zoo being closed. So, to keep myself amused, I've mainly been listening to podcasts. Out of all the podcasts I've been listening to, Alibi and Better's in Bits is probably the best one. So, Mark, uh, wrapping up 2005, October, uh, November, December, I guess, October was the month Pierce Brosnan lost the right to call himself James Bond following the announcement of Daniel Craig. It was a sad day for every Brit. I mean, <laughs> the Brosnan. And now, hopefully, we get to see the uh, Daniel Craig Bond film next year. Yeah. Uh, talking of films, Mark, let's Ooh. have a look at movies from 2005. Yeah. <clears throat> Flight Plan with Jodie Foster. Brilliant film. Great movie. Walk the Line. I never saw it, but I, yeah. I'd like really to... great film. Really great film. Uh, Mr. and Mrs. Smith <laughs> um, <laughs> with, with, with Brad Pitt. Brangelina. Yeah. Uh, uh, the, the Birth of Brangelina. Yeah. It's a great film. I enjoyed Absolutely. it a lot. Great. I, I didn't see it either. Have you not seen Mr. Did, and Mrs. Fox? No. Didn't Go see home it. and watch that movie. Well, you walk. You watch Walk the Line first. All right. Uh, History of Violence. Great movie. Amazing film. Munich. Munich, one of my favourite Spielberg films. Great. Really gory as well. Excellent movie. Really good. Wedding Crashes. Uh, I wasn't into it. No. Uh... You liked War of the Worlds. War of the Worlds, I, I liked it a lot. Not a classic, but a really good film. A, a really good comedy, 40-Year-Old Virgin. Uh, yeah, it's all right. It's good. Pretty good. What I about Batman it. Begins, Mark? Batman Begins. For me, the best of the Batman trilogies. You, you think that was the best of the Nolan yes, Batman? Yes, I do. If, I, if you watch <clears throat> them back, I think it's the best film. I think the one with Heath Ledger... Is a, a Joker film. A Joker it's, film. Yeah, 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 that's like the best one with Heath Ledger, the Joker in it, because it's such a strong performance. But I don't think it's as good a film as Batman Begins. I think it's a really, really strong Even effort. The one with Tom Hardy is Bane. No, it's way better than oh. that. That's the worst of all three. All right, fair enough. Brokeback Mountain. I mean, never you know, seen it. Why can't I quit you? I've never seen it. Oh. It's supposed to be a very good film. It's about a couple of mates up in the mountains. It is, yeah. Yeah. Getting on famously. Yep. Having cuddles intense. Yep. <laughs> uh, Nothing funny. Star but... Wars Episode 3. Good. The best of all the shit beginning Star Wars <laughs> yeah. films. Was that the one with the uh, guy with the double lightsaber? No, that was the first one, no. mate. Oh, oh. Anything from this year, movie-wise? I mean, This year? Yeah. Um, I mean, that's why I wanted to talk about 2005. Was movies. the Irishman out this year? No, last year. Was mate. that last year? Yeah. Already, this well, year so few. Okay, well, I just watched one now, candy. just before Christmas, uh, yeah. Midnight Sky, with uh, George Clooney. I watched that the other day as well. I had problems with it. Okay, <laughs> what were your problems? My problems were like all the bits with George Clooney was brilliant, mm -hmm. but every time they went back to the spacemen on the spaceship, rubbish. It, it was like a lame version of Gravity. Okay. Gravity was amazing, mind-blowing. Yeah. And that was like a, just a not-as-good version of that. And I wanted more of the clones. Yeah, no, I get it. And without meaning to spoil... I wanted a whole film of the yeah. clones, and they kept going to these other guys. I know. And I was I like... Know. And uh, the ending scene of the film, which me and Samantha watched and laughed at, when the credits were rolling, 
They just left the camera on the And she was just people. looking at a computer. They're just tapping. Yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. like the end of the news when they shuffle papers. Yeah, I know, yeah. They just kept tapping at the screen I left for the like room. five I minutes. Yeah, I left the room at that bit. We didn't. We watched it, just laughing at it. Typing away. Just typing away. And then one would leave the screen and go to the back of the room and start tapping on the screen at the back of the room. Okay, so it's not been a golden year for movies, is no. what you're saying. Uh, understandably so. 2005 was pretty good, though. Should we play a track? What are we going to play, Mark? Uh, we're going to play a track from an unknown band called Tycon. Yeah. Yes. Uh, that was great. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, from an album called Zero Six After. Yeah, out on Peter Digital's our label, Digital Structures. That's right. Which is uh, now, I think, Yuli's label. Yuli, has, Yuli, Yuli who is a perfect stranger, of course. Uh, but it was a belter. Slightly commercial, slightly melodic, and it was a very cool track, I well, thought. as my granny would say, I really appreciated this year's poem you sent me for Christmas. This is Tycon, poem for granny. Thank you.
Come yo, you will see me, we live in a medieval land. Come see us, Alibi and Dead, as we will make you grand. It's December, Mark. 2005. We're wrapping up. Wrapping up. I've got one story from uh, December 2005. Okay. Uh, Rabies survivor. You survived rabies? No. Okay. A year after her body was overtaken by rabies and her future looked grim, 16-year-old Gianna Gizzi or Giz (laughs) celebrated Christmas 2005 at her Milwaukee home with her family. The teenager is the world's only known unvaccinated human rabies survivor. Wow. And has been slowly regaining her ability to walk and talk. I thought this was a poignant poignant way to end. To end because it's a disease story. (laughs) Someone's surviving. Yes. And also by this next line. Gianna was bitten by a rabid bat. The girl did not seek immediate treatment and fell extremely ill a month later. And that happened in the year 2005 after her unfortunate incident with a bat. And I think, Mark, do you not? That is a message we can all take forward into the year 2021. (laughs) If there has never been a truer word spoken at at the end of this year, it is that. I mean, is that story not emotional... It's inspiring. And, and I inspiring. Think it will see us into 2021. We will rise again. Like, if a girl can survive rabies from a bat, surely we can survive COVID. And um, we will. And we will. And we should go forward and, uh, and, and take this virus to the floor. And, in fact, all cold viruses. I think we should start a war on all the coronaviruses. Now we've started. Yeah. Why are we still getting colds, for example? Now we've started eradicating them, let's just get rid of them. Just get rid. You know, my daughter might grow up in a world where we get to say, yeah, we used to get colds every year. And she'd be like, why? Yeah. Why do you just now get the little jab and no one gets a cold? Yeah. Like, why are we putting up with this shit? I agree. We all have to take at least a a week or two's work off off work a year. Let's get Pfizer on it. Let's get Pfizer on it. Let's get uh, AstraZeneca. Let's get all the... Hold on, on, wait. What's the Oxford one? What's that one? AstraZeneca. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's do do that one. Um, You know, let's get all those guys on it and make sure we eradicate all this stuff. Let's look forward to 2021. (laughs) Yeah. Hopefully. Sure. Let's look forward to a couple of festivals. Hope that we can all be in a field together. Dancing around and acting like idiots. Let's uh, let's finish this pod by uh, cheersing. Cheers. Here's here's the 2021, and uh, yes, let's all hope we can be in a, a field dancing around to music naked, and all snogging each other without masks. Because I think that's what's going to happen. I think it's going to be the Roaring Twenties. It's going to well, at least yeah, or the last days of Rome, or it's going to be the Roaring Twenties, take two, or summer of '66, summer of love. What was that? What year was that? No, the Roaring Twenties. Roaring Twenties. Let's just go with that. Let's go with that one. Yeah. I mean, this was a a, a forgettable year, and we'll move forward. And uh, we love you. We love you. We will rise again. Mark, what the hell are we going to play to lead us out of 2005 into 2021, and let's forget about 2020 ever happened? What is it? We are going to play a track from pretty much my favourite progressive album of all time. Insa- I know, big claim. Insane Creation. K- 
Connected on Domo Records out on, in 2005. This track is called File Style by Dave Walitza. Look, we love you. We'll be back next year. We'll love see you, you in bits. Goodbye.
so tough. Gina works a diner all day. I don't know what's going on now. Working for a man. 